Did you know that the Podfix Network, home of Headline Heroes, Cretans Guild, Podcast Discovery Show, and more, has its own network podcast? Go wherever fine podcasts are found and look for Podfix Presents. Network highlights, interviews, roundtables, and more. All showcasing the eclectic depth of Podfix talent. So, subscribe today. Podfix Presents on your podcast app of choice. And check us out at www.podfixnetwork.com, at Podfix on Twitter, and official underscore Podfix on the gram. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved. The Podfix Network, baby. This is former WWF Light Heavyweight Champion Gilbert, brother, and you're listening to the Greetings Guild Podcast. Oh, hold on, the Cactus Jack music is going off. Where's my, where's my phone? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> or is it Alexa taking over again? No, no, no. That, that's, that was, that's that's my uh, take out the trash to the side uh, to the road alarm. So. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Well, they didn't have Duke of Dumpster Drossi's theme, yeah. so I went with I went with that, <laughs> with that one. <laughs> like, and, eh. and then, and then, uh, a surprise to you, Mick Foley is actually coming down the stairs. He's just he's just visiting. He's gonna and, he's gonna hit me with a barbed wire bat, and then you know, no, he's tell just, me about just, Santa Claus. He's just gonna ask you where the cups are because he wants some. He wants some. Uh, he wants <laughs> some Fresca, I guess. I don't. Fucking goddamn it! Because <laughs> well, you know, he's a bit of a masochist. That Mick Foley. That's oh he is he he you know I bet he drinks he drinks Beverly on purpose. <laughs> yeah no you know what he does he mixes that shit you know Beverly and Fresca Beverly and Fresca that's no one needs that yeah and it's licorice pours, grapefruit no one needs that then he pours it into an oil draining pan along with a th- you know a palmful of thumbtacks and then you know isn't that how Harvey Dent became Two Face <laughs> poured that concoction on him hey, yeah yeah and and the plus that. A similar amount of emotional distress too. Was uh, I've, I'm getting <laughs> was I'm getting word here from Tommy Lee Jones, and he says, uh, "He says what the fuck's a two face?" Um, so <laughs> I, got, I got nothing. I'm sorry. I don't know. I was I was I was angling for a Tommy Lee Jones impression, but I forgot what he sounds like as I was doing that. So uh, we see that was bitter and old. That was where that's where that's where I thought you were going to be going with it because his Tom his his two face was basically Jack Nicholson's Joker. Just not as That's convincing. That's right. It was, wasn't you it? You remember that? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was kind of fucking sad. It was a. It was a disinterested I, Joker. I, I, well, yeah, the disinterest part was probably him, but I wonder how much of that was directed to him to act that way. Oh, it was Schumacher. Sure. I don't think Schumacher directed anyone to be disinterested. He was just up against Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah, and I don't. Yeah, I don't who know he that, hated. I don't know that Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey are necessarily chocolate and peanut butter. It's more like <laughs> chocolate and used condoms. You know, it's just not. <laughs> Not what anyone wants. <laughs> On that note, everybody, welcome to episode 90 of the Cretans Guild podcast. Uh, I am your host, That's Jay. That's a kickoff. Uh, with me, as always, are Bob and Corey. Uh, sorry I missed last week, guys. I, uh, I had some stuff going down. But it is, uh, it is good to be back. I hate how you can just drop witticisms like that, as if, it, as if it's just like a button somewhere in your skull that you can hit, and all of a sudden it's just... These verbal confectionaries pop right out of your head. Yeah, Ugh, just, fuck you so much. Sorry. I, I apologize. <laughs> I'll, I'll be less funny. How's that? No, you can do some funny in your life. Yeah, it's it's been a been a week. 
Guys, today we are, we are, uh, I, I'm looking, sorry, I'm just opening the front down. Um, <laughs> <There's>... <laughs> we are, now, now there is a Cretans Guild tradition. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I tend to not open the rundown until the show starts. That's just kind of how I go. Because I don't like to prepare for shows. <laughs> nah, I'm the I host, goddammit. Just give me a give me a teleprompter and I'm on my way. It's it, 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 works. it works. It works with this format, though. I mean, most of it's reactionary. <laughs> Let's be real. Format. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah, what? I can hit control, all delete, and then we could still put on a show. Which, let me see here. Yeah, Where's, I mean, sure. Where's... Don't. Well, I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to. do it? I'm not going no, to. I'm, I'm Corey Wood. <laughs> Well, I'll, really, I'll replace everything with just like a giant ASCII dick. Yes, I, I, I know you would. I'd be somewhat proud. As, ASCII dick is ASCII dick is my chiptune Buzzcocks cover band name. Oh, fucking yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Is, is that how it's pronounced though? A S C I I. I've always pronounced it ASCII. Yeah, ASCII. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, neither one of us were programmers who worked for Atari in 1979, so it's not like. Nope. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, let me let me get the necessary shit out of the way real quick. Go ahead, um, just to fulfill our contractual obligations just here. Sh- shit it um, up. We are part of the Podfix Network. That's PodfixNetwork.com. Podfix, as always, like a motherfucker. Uh, Podfix Spotlight. This week we are looking at Podcast Forty Two. This features Chris Jail, Sabrina, and Laura, and they story tell their adventures through space and find themselves bouncing from planet to planet, each of which has been inspired by Earth's own pop culture influences. Again. A show that has a format and has a drive <laughs> and has a point, <laughs> and somehow we're talking about them. And uh, drink up, Shriners. You're welcome. That's. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're kind of the gateway drug to the FBI watch list. I mean, that's. We're actually like a straw poking a hole right into the eight ball. <laughs> honestly. All right, so <laughs> and the- so. After we just drink it like a Chief Lapu Lapu from the fucking Polynesian. That's <laughs> Capri scum is what it is. <laughs> so, so Bob, you 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 are the one who interacts with with Podfix. Yes, uh, because <laughs> Lord knows you don't want because God forbid either I. of you do it. Um, <laughs> what? How? How? What? How? <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I can foresee this question you're asking me, and I was doing the same reaction. How? Just how did how did we fall in with these guys? Just sure. <laughs> Let's start there. Let's go with that just, one. There's lots of hows that we could answer today. Just networking, man. I I reached out to a couple guys. We became friends online through Twitter, and uh, they said, "Hey, we have a show." These other guys said, "Hey, we have a show," and then they said, "Hey, the four of us all together have a network. You want to join?" Okay, <laughs> we just we just lost our previous network, so yeah, sure. And actually, Podcast Forty Two—they're probably the one podcast in the group that's probably the closest to us. Oh, thank God! Except for, <laughs> we we sit around and we bullshit and we talk. Mm-hmm. They uh, play out like this script scenario. I mean, I'm I'm looking at the write up for one of their episodes where they they're flying through space and they're meeting all these characters. Uh, the, the crew rescued Gordon Ramsay and Mary Poppins from a passing asteroid on their way to Planet Punch-Out. Uh, if that just sounds like something that, like on a creative level, something on the level that we would do, except for we're not that creative. I, I, I would put pod, podcast Mad Libs like way the fuck up what uh, above whatever it is that we do yeah. here. Yes. Yeah, it's basically what they do, except mm-hmm. for they script it out and everybody has a role and they all they're actually good at it. That's awesome. Like that. That's super creative. And yeah, I, I just so my next my next how 
mm-hmm. is I, I get that this is how the networking happened. I understand that that aspect of it. I've, I've worked jobs. I understand professional networking. Mm-hmm. They listen to the show first, right? <laughs> like, so yeah, they're they they know what we do. They know what we say. They we listen to spo- us, Bob. They get sponsorships. We got to get a thing about shaving balls on the channel because <laughs> of them. <laughs> and doesn't that sound like the best sponsor for us? Honestly, other well, than maybe Tushy. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, yeah, it is. Let's, like, let's it's, not pick nits. It wasn't outside of their wheelhouse. Yeah, it, it's either it's either nut shaving or or ass washing. That's what you're gonna get on right. <laughs> Well, I think the best, you know, so the way the way I always describe the show when people ask me what the show's about, because I have a very difficult time kind of rationalizing what it is that happens yeah. on the show, because mm-hmm. it, it just happens. It's not really a thing. Um, yeah. I just basically tell people, it's like, well, our show is kind of like you eavesdropping on three friends talking about whatever the hell they want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With no filter. Yeah. Really. Like, it's... Well, it's, it's car talk. Because nobody's around it to totally hear us. Is. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah. So we could just like whatever, whatever like pops into our heads, no matter how foul or inconsequential it might be, and just tumbles out of our jaws and lands in each other's laps while we're heading over to fucking Steak and Shake. Oh, look at that! A Hitler joke just landed <laughs> yeah. there. <laughs> well, see, and that's and that's exactly that's that's the best way to put it because uh-huh. what what the show is is it's our road trips from Fort Myers to Orlando. Yep. It's those those four hours of bullshit State Road 27 or I-75 with fucking nothing on it. Yeah. Except the just most podunk bullshit towns in the in the goddamn state. We turned our 2 a.m. drives into a fucking Christmas uh, tradition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. We and did didn't we? <laughs> people seem to like that. And we brought in all of our friends. Yeah. So I don't know. Formats for formats are for pussies. Who needs them? I don't know. This just seems to work for us. Now, my question was: I thought you were going to lead into this, though. Is like, all right, networking's all well and good and stuff. Um, how the, f- how the, who did, who are we blackmailing to be on iHeartRadio? We're on iHeartRadio. We are on yeah, iHeartRadio. Yeah. <laughs> Do I read that at the end of every episode? I, um, if you want to, I don't know if you're feeling it. I guess. Yeah, but I'm the host. I don't think but shit like it just it goes in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. It comes this is and this is great for an audio podcast. For those for those at home, Jay is currently pointing at his eyes and then making a motion as if he is regurgitating vomit from his mouth with his finger. See, I thought I didn't know what you were doing essentially. I saw that you This is ASMR with a fat fucking mink. <laughs> if you ever wanted to see a pantomime vomit. <laughs> see, I didn't <laughs> <laughs> so what, what I was actually attempting to pantomime yeah, yeah. was I read the end of, I read the rundown like okay so like I said at the start I don't I don't prep for the shows I like to go into the shows fresh because <laughs> I found the ones that I prep for are the ones that I'm the least engaged with mm, fresh but because rotten. I'm trying to advance the concept or not the concept the the content that we we are meant to discuss in the rundown you're trying to ring league this thing typically what I do is I read I read the intro as we're as we're doing the episode and then I see what the topic is, and I'll start there. And if this topic starts to die, then I'll go back to the rundown and see if there's anything else on there. It's just, that's what seems to work for the show to me, at least. Um, but I never remember what's actually written anywhere, which is why it's not a joke when I go, Welcome to episode of the Creighton's Guild podcast. I, I don't fucking know. It goes in my eyes and out my mouth. It doesn't store up in my head. I have too much room for other shit. That is just stuck up there, like dumb fucking song lyrics from 1987 that I will never hear again, 
Oh, what, but wait. they're up there. I want to ask, what song? Oh, <laughs> all songs, <laughs> man. Like every fucking song. As soon as I made a part of the show, it like went poofski. But it's it's not just it's not like there's a song up there right now. It's yeah. just a case. So it's one of the things. This conversation my wife and I had earlier this week actually uh-huh. was, I can hear a song and I'll remember it. Uh, the lyrics store up mm-hmm. here. I right. can't tell you how to do math. Mm-hmm. Can't fucking tell you how to do that. But I can tell you song lyrics. If I hear a song and I hear a couple tunes, I go, oh yeah, that's one that starts out like this. <laughs> that's the worst shit though. It's, it's horrifying. Awful. It's horrifying <laughs> because you know, because you're trying, especially when you're trying to learn something like new or practical and whatnot. Like uh, like 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 I've been on this huge um, self improvement kick over the last couple of months. And aside from the stuff that uh. I feel like I should have to, there it is. Yeah, it's good. Um, that I should have to learn. I've been like trying to uh, get used to newer art programs and stuff. Okay, so every time uh, every time I like close something on on any given day. I'll open up the next stuff and be like, all right, well, just to reinforce this, uh, go ahead and go through steps uh, one through ten again. And then I'll be like, all right, steps one through ten. Uh, that was Chuck Jones, 1962. I think that was uh, <laughs> <laughs> basically uh, Fast and Furious was the title. Wait, those two are unrelated bits of information. Fuck. So, yeah, it's horrible. That's how, But that's how Asperger's gets you, right? <laughs> and you don't know anything worthwhile. No. Nothing worthwhile whatsoever. No. Like, so you're a pain in the ass to watch Jeopardy with, basically. <laughs> I'm awful to watch Jeopardy with, yeah. I was going yeah. to say. <laughs> so Meredith and I went to uh, a Mexican place the other night. We picked up lunch. And there was there's some trivia show on uh, watching Game Show Network, because apparently that's big in Mexican restaurants. And it was some trivia show, and we're watching it. And I was just watching it. I was like, oh, that's this. That's this. That's mm-hmm. this. And I got every question right as we were sitting there. It was like 15 questions. I just rattled them all off. And they weren't easy. And I'm just like... Yeah, I could be on that show. But yeah. then I get on there, I get something wrong, and I go, ah, oh, motherfucker, and I get kicked off. <laughs> like, <laughs> Meanwhile, have the waiter's you, like, sir, I really need your order. Have you ever uh, Have you ever taken, and then he turns to the uh, cashier, and he's like, um, uh, that would be Wink Martindale through the years 1978 <laughs> to 1984. Um, whatever show that was. Um, have you ever uh, taken the, uh, the Jeopardy test on the website? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Did you ace that bitch or what? Uh, I didn't ace it because there's stuff that I just don't know. There's some like, like crazy obscure shit in there. Like, yeah, I don't know about political parties of Russia in 1832. Like, I don't. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. And it's like, what, and no joke. When the the last time I did the Jeopardy test, one of the questions was about algebra, and I'm like, well, I'm not getting any of these right. Like, it's, <laughs> <I'm done. laughs> That's the one category you kind of just let go when yeah, you're on. The, it's like, yeah, a. It, Hey, <laughs> that's like a couch side concession. You're like you're like killing it through. Um, let me see. Uh, pop popular comic books in the 1990s. Uh, <laughs> you're uh, you're acing uh, action movies uh, starring actors named Bruce. And as soon as you show up to anything that looks like a sentence but is actually a numerical equation, you're like just okay. Yeah, but I was right back in it when it was best third wave ska albums. I was there. I was right there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and potent potables. That's yeah, oh, your bitch. Yeah, potent potables is a good. That's mm-hmm. that's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's anyway. funny. It's, it's funny you brought the Jeopardy thing. I'm sorry to lapse back into it, but no, no. we'll squeeze this out really quick. When you uh, when you uh, started talking about how you like prepare for the show. <laughs> Don't prepare for the show. <laughs> or what your lack of preparation for the show is like. I was like, you know what? You should be the new host for Jeopardy. Because you walk oh my in God, there. That would be amazing. Yeah, that would be f- fucking fantastic. I would watch <laughs> every like, goddamn night. Um, all right, and the category is mm-hmm. 
Uh, okay. Old signs in Montana. All right. Uh, for two hundred dollars, ball sacks. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like you'd show up in a suit and well groomed and everything because you're a professional and you're an on-air no, entertainment. Was that well? I'd wear a okay. t-shirt under my shirt. I'd, I'd, I'd go in and yeah. fucking Kevin Smith cosplay. Come you, on. Well, you see, oh, well, You'd go the Brody route. Maybe there's a category for Kevin Smith movies. I don't know. And you're just kind of like getting into the groove. But you would do it for Alex, right? I would, yeah. I, no, yeah, if, I think if, so. If the ghost of yeah. Alex Trebek came to me and said, now you need to wear a suit, Jay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be like, well, okay, Alex. Yes, even, even you eventually shave the mustache. I guess you know what's going on. Oh, see, no, because he shaved the mustache. I would wear the suit. I wouldn't wear a tie. Uh, no, own that tie. Oh, okay, yeah, that's that's the concession he'd have to make for for shaving the mustache. Who's uh, who's hosting it right now, anyway? Uh, it's a bunch of random hosts right now because uh, yeah. they're in between living hosts. Uh, so. Oh wow! <laughs> well, isn't there a push for Lavar Burton to become the permanent host? Well, yeah, there's a push for that. There's a push for a couple other guys too, like Ken Jennings, the guy who was like the the number one champion yeah. of all time. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a push for him as well. Uh, Aaron Rodgers from the Green Bay Packers. That's an interesting pick. But he's like stupidly charismatic and really engaging with the customers. I watched mm-hmm. an episode he was on. I was like, eh, all right, fine, yeah, you could do it. You're a fucking good quarterback and you're attractive <laughs> and you're fucking great at hosting. Awesome. Wonderful. Yeah. Great. Ugh. Enjoy your millions, Aaron Rodgers, you fucking beautiful man. <laughs> <laughs> did, you just, did you just refer to the... Uh, the, the um, he did. As customers? The contestants. The, uh, the contestants. Yeah. Damn it. Leave me alone. At least he can. <laughs> at least he could like name them. I was gonna let it slide. Shit. I don't know. I, uh, uh, that would be pretty funny. I thought there was a rumor uh, going around for a while that like Will Ferrell was gonna be an actual guest, not as Alex Alex Trebek, but as himself, a guest host for a little bit. But then that kind of I guess was just you know smoke. I'd be okay with that. I think that'd be really funny, actually. How do we live this down? By Maybe. talking about video games, because it is E3 mm-hmm. time, everybody. <laughs> uh, and you guys are going to hear this after E3 happens. Uh, that is when the release will happen. But we are going to talk about it with a certain degree of authority, mm-hmm. because that is what we do, even if we have no information uh, at all, because that's really how it is. Uh, we Guys, I got to tell you, I didn't know it was E3 until today. <laughs> That is that's the kind of show prep we like to do, folks. Yeah. Is is oh fuck E three. Hey, since we're recording it before it happens, we can make all kinds of wild predictions and just play it off if we're wrong. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm weird. Weird old hands of bullshit. Let's give that a shot. All right. So uh, I, I will run through the the basic rundown of everything real quick. Uh, tossing a couple of things that hello, uh, a couple <laughs> of things I know about that have uh, been announced since we wrote this up. And, uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Uh, I don't see Sony on this list anywhere, Bob. I didn't see Sony on the schedule when I... Um, huh. Are they doing their own thing? Because I know Nintendo is still doing a treehouse, but they'll have some kind of presence at E3. I didn't find Sony doing anything. Well, they'll, they'll, they'll have an event during E3 because that's still publicity for them. They will not, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, I'm reading uh, that right now. I had, I had no fucking idea about that. Ah, that's crazy. Do not listen to me, for I know only untruths and innuendos. All right. So, uh, starting on this Saturday is when the E3 festivities kick off. And Saturday, we have the Ubisoft Forward and Gearbox events. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sunday, we have information from Xbox and Bethesda. They're going to be in the same press conference since they're the same company now. (laughs) Uh, Square Enix, (laughs) Warner Brothers, and 24 Entertainment. I do not know who that is. Uh, Neither do I. Uh, Monday, we have Capcom, Take-Two, Mythical, Freedom, Razor, and Indies. 
Tuesday, we have the Nintendo Direct and the Nintendo Direct Treehouse and Bandai Namco. Are we uh, separating uh, Devolver from Indies? Because they usually like to do their own weird thing, too. I guess. I don't know. I haven't oh, really okay. looked at the schedule. Okay. Uh, okay. And, and then Thursday, we have EA Play. Now, one interesting thing that I would like to, to point out, because as, as is always the case, there's always hardware rumors coming about. And, of course, the Nintendo Switch Pro is the big rumor right now. Uh, And one of the interesting things that has happened recently is that there has been a leak that uh, GameStop has told all of its stores to double shift people next Wednesday, which Hmm. is the day after the Nintendo Direct. Um, Uh, And that usually only happens on Black hmm. Friday and on system pre-order days. So Were you you the person who... um retweeted that photo of the uh, Switch Lite display being removed. Nope. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? It looked like some sort of like a cardboard tray. It was two big ones stacked on top of each other um, that was empty, but it had the Switch logos on uh, two of the sides. And the person that uh, captioned it said that basically this was a Switch Lite display that GameStops had uh, on the retail floor. And it didn't look familiar to me. I don't go into GameStop a whole lot. But people were making a thing out of it, and knowing that, you know, knowing what we know about the rumors about the pro hitting, I thought it was like, ah, okay, somebody's either having a day with us, or that's some real shit. And I was waiting for the other shoe to drop, which Jay, uh, in the form of that one rumor you had uh, just provided. Uh, yeah, no, I haven't, I haven't heard anything about that. Um, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stuff I've heard about the Switch Pro, which I hope is true, is obviously uh, 4K via DLSS, which is going to be fantastic. Um, a bigger screen in handheld mode uh, up to 720p mm-hmm. in handheld, uh, continuing the 720p in handheld, because honestly, if you want higher than that in handheld mode, you're an idiot because you can't read anything on a screen that small in 1080p. The text is going to be too fucking small to be legible. The other thing about it I've heard is that the uh, the new dock is rumored to have a built-in Ethernet port, which is really nice. Oh, uh, stop. Which is fantastic. I didn't even know that. <laughs> that was going to be a follow-up question. If I was going to ask if you knew if uh, previous stocks are compatible with a possible Switch Pro. That I don't know. Um, I would be surprised because the dock is pretty much what the processing is going to be for the DLSS and the 4K, uh, from what I understand. But again, it's all rumor and innuendo. Like, right, We don't know anything yeah. concrete. It, it, this could be completely false, and we're just all running around you know, chasing our tails, trying to get mm-hmm. something a little more powerful from Nintendo. Um, yeah, Nintendo hasn't been dangling a, a carrot out there. They've just been waving a stick around. It's like, uh, hey, you guys, uh, you want to see what we have? Nothing. I don't know about that. See, I so here, here's here's the thing. I, I tweeted about this the other day. Nintendo's Twitter account is good for usually one tweet a day. Usually mm-hmm. 9 a.m. Pacific time, one tweet. That's it. That's all they're going to put out. Uh, they have been tweeting a lot in the last week. And at first really? I was like, oh, it's E3 buildup. But the tweets always hit when people were suggesting that they're going to announce the Switch Pro today. They're going to announce the Switch Pro Direct today. They're going to do this today. And all of a sudden there's like three or four tweets from Nintendo. And I'm like, no one needed to know about the fucking Kiwi Bird, Nintendo. <laughs> no one gave a shit about the ki- You guys are just fucking trolling right now. And I am here for yeah. it. I love it. I absolutely <laughs> love it. I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, there's... There's the where there's smoke, there's fire, there's fire belief. Mm -hmm. And between literally every person that has sources saying 
yes, it checks out. We know that there's a Switch Pro. They just haven't announced it yet. To the very interesting, uh, you know, the stuff with Microsoft doing their videos. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his fucking name? Phil Spencer? That guy, look, say what you will about Spencer, and there's a lot of things you can say about him. But the guy is good at marketing. And he doesn't do things accidentally. And every video he has done has featured more and more Nintendo stuff in the background when he does a video. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where uh, there's smoke, there's fire. You know, yeah. that's that's just the... And, and I don't know what it means. Like, it could mean nothing. It could just mean that Rare Replay is going to be on Switch, and that's it. Which, but please, make that fucking happen. Please. <laughs> I don't... I mean, I might be at your house when that happens. I don't think you guys want to be, like, woken up at the ass crack of dawn with an ear-piercing shriek <laughs> from down in your face. I'm sure they've heard it before. <laughs> ah! That won't be the last time. It won't be the first time. It won't be the last time. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's just a game of, you know, it's, it's a case of where there's smoke, there's fire. Nintendo mm-hmm. has said that they're only featuring software at their direct, and I'm just like, yeah, fuck, all right, uh, sure. Uh-huh. It's like... It, is that the same thing as the day before saying there's no such thing as a new 3DS, then announcing the new 3DS the next day? Come Could on. Could be. No. Come on. Don't it's... fucking, you know, don't piss on me and tell me it's raining. That's not cool. Uh, all right, so let's talk Let's talk about some of the conferences here. Uh, so Ubisoft Forward, who knows what's going to be announced. I think the big thing for me that I'm interested in, obviously anything from Assassin's Creed Universe I'm excited about. I'm interested to see if there's more Valhalla DLC gets announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if there is going to be another Microsoft Rabbids game, or Microsoft Mario Rabbids game, mm-hmm. I think that would be pretty cool. That'd be fantastic. Because uh, the first one is magnificent. What's, what's not going to be fantastic is the uh, umpteenth knee-jerk tweets that are going to come out in the wake of that, uh, uh, demanding to know where uh, the Beyond Good and Evil uh, news is. <sighs> Oh, yeah, that's, just yeah. give up on that. Yeah, it's it's uh, if if the game happens, it'll happen, and if yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't. Like, like the the Beyond the Good and Evil series has always been a labor of love. Series, well, game. <laughs> it gets, it got several re-releases. It was put out on PC after the fact. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. It was. It got an HD. Yeah, like look, I love Beyond Good and Evil. I think it's a fantastic game, but mm-hmm. it's not. A unit seller. It's it's, cl- it's clearly having a bit of a troubled development too. I mean, yeah. M- Michel Ansel left the project about a year and a half ago, and we haven't heard dick about it. Yep. The guy who uh, the guy who basically created the IP and was stewarding this most recent project over a number of years, by the way, uh, whether rumored or confirmed, took off last year to pursue a uh, new calling in growing plants and shit. Uh, I think he's like had well enough of the video game industry and uh that thing is going to be in a holding pattern for quite some time now yeah i i would be surprised if we hear anything about it um Mm -hmm. you know it's ubisoft so we're gonna get a fuck ton of tom clancy games announced uh we're going to hear about uh, a new just dance game because that's how it is there will be a dance number um that thing keeps their pockets fat hey i'm not gonna judge them release on the wii yeah right Mm -hmm. It, it, it they they have said they release on the wii because their consumers want it there yep more power to you. Do it. Mm-hmm. It's like I I do not begrudge anyone's silly rhythm games. I think silly rhythm games are fun. Uh, so yeah, I I don't know. Well, that's I- that's what we'll get from Ubisoft. I mean, there's always a chance that there's going to be something surprising there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've said that there's not going to be anything for the new Prince of Persia remake, which is disappointing to me because I love Prince of Persia. But yeah, that that remake was looking not so handsome though. Like visually no, speaking, it wasn't. yeah, it wasn't. It was pretty rough. Yeah, and, and w- which makes me happy that they said, you know what, we're gonna let it bake for a year. Mm-hmm. Sands of Time, Sands of Time was uh, to me one of those um, foundational games that, unfortunately, if you have played anything like uh, off the top of my head, Backum, uh, Backum, 
shut up. Batman Arkham Asylum. <laughs> no, David Beckham, which was a fine game. Um, no, Batman Arkham Asylum or anything else that used uh, that uses chained fighting or combo-based fighting as a uh, as a as a principal uh, mechanic. Then it's like, okay, this is pretty bare bones, but it was also like the first. I think it was the first game to do that, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to think about it. The game came out in 2004. Right. Or it's 17 years old at this yeah, point. Like it's, was... There's like Spider-Man and Batman yeah, and... Gonna... Yeah. Fucking, I was playing Spider-Man the games. other day and that was what I was thinking. I was like, man, if Prince of Persia didn't exist, I could be playing this like completely differently and yep. probably not enjoying it too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, just not, not to, just because I'm really curious, uh, was there anything about Gearbox at all? Uh, because I haven't heard deal about them except for just the absolute. I hope there's something regarding Borderlands. Yeah, I'm not I, sure I know. Gearbo- Gearbox is pretty, pretty much just like the Borderlands company now because that's their only bankable IP. Yeah. There will be something, something from Borderlands and there'll yeah. probably be something about the Borderlands movie. That's yeah. about all I got for Gearbox. I don't oh, pay too much God. attention to them anymore. <laughs> so... Yeah, to, to me, Borderlands hasn't been much uh, since they got, got rid of like their core creative team, or at least yeah. uh, the people that wrote most of the first installment and at least the DLC of the second installment. Yeah. Because the main game and then, oh God, the pre-sequel was just like, it's just a turd floating in the punch bowl, that one. <laughs> um, but the punch is mainly drinkable. Eh, it doesn't matter, there's a turd in it. It's, uh, don't want to be there. Um, but uh, And then they got like, rid of the people that made the bad parts of both of those projects uh well not just not just tolerable but you know playable enjoyable and because they wanted to get paid it was like fucking yeah they're not a they're not a great company at the like, moment they're not no that's one, one of the things that i've learned is uh doing research about them is it's like oh no the 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 owner or the the, the studio head he, he's not a good person oh um, god he's so fucking greasy speaking yeah. of which Pot, here's kettle. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, well, let's see here. Okay, so on Sunday we have uh, Xbox and Bethesda. Mm-hmm. Um, something Fallout. Something, for, something Fallout, <laughs> something Starfield, something Elder Scrolls. Oh, uh, something Halo. I think that's the big ones. Yeah. Uh, something Hellblades as soon as Sacrifice. Maybe Getting. something Gears and a surprise move. That'd be kind of cool. That's about it. That's uh, uh <laughs> yeah, I don't know deal about gears. So I couldn't any, I couldn't provide any speculation. But did you see the um, the last uh, Bethesda presentation where they revealed uh, that <laughs> their their uh, their take on a uh, on a mobile Doom game, which I thought I was going to be like all <laughs> fucking about until I realized that I already have it and it's Archer <laughs> it's Archero. So the the last and this sucks because Bethesda uh, pressers to me used to be something to look forward to mm-hmm. because they were a company that pushed the industry forward you know yeah. and, uh, and working and working in the industry it was exciting to see them make something new yeah and be like hey alright here's our fucking big dick being slapped down on the counter here we go despite the fact that they normally put something new out on like ages old software uh, yeah. but yeah it was it was still I mean the, the software was ancient but the mm-hmm. game was was excellent yeah and they I know mean, hype. But, but buggy as fuck yeah but excellent <laughs> but they but they know hype I mean yes people Better were than singing, any company people are still singing fucking country roads <laughs> even though everybody knows about the catastrophic fucking failure that Fallout 76 was. That, that shit's got to stop. Putting out AAA games with a shit ton of bugs in it. That, that's, that's driving me nuts. It's got to stop. Uh, I see, that's it the won't. house that Bethesda yeah. built. And it won't because development cycles are shortening every year. That's mm-hmm. It's not something you're ever going to see go away. You're only going to see it get worse. Mm-hmm. And, and with the industry's drive towards digital, yep. it's just going to be deemed acceptable. And 
you either deal with it or you or you get out of the hobby. It's that yep. simple. You're hit, you're hitting the spa day one, uh, regardless of whether or not it's filled with sewage, and you're going to wait for everybody to uh, bail all that sewage out and fill it with actual water. Day one title updates have been a thing since I was in the industry. Would you think that like uh, with them being underneath uh, Microsoft's umbrella now, that that uh, ship standards will be a little bit tighter? I mean, I mean, my 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 information's a little bit dated, obviously, because yeah. I haven't I haven't worked in the industry in years, but. Uh-huh. Microsoft was always the easiest to get through certification on, mm. but yeah. that's because Microsoft was the easiest to work with. Yeah. Like if you had a logical reason for a way you did something, they were cool with it. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, okay, no, that makes sense. All right. We're, we're good to that. They weren't good with, with crashes. Like I, I will say that Sony didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Sony didn't give a fuck about crashes. They did yeah. not give a shit. Um, Microsoft didn't like crashes. They were not happy with crashes going out, especially easy to produce ones going mm-hmm. into the or the you know day one launch of a game. They wanted something to be addressed, uh, either in a recertification or in a title update that they would ha- make sure that you had submitted that would cost you ten thousand dollars before they would even allow the game to go to press to go to gold. Yeah, Microsoft. I I, I want to say that. I want to say yes. I want to say it'll it'll clean things up and Bethesda will be forced to work a little bit harder at it. Yeah. Um, but if I'm being honest with you, it won't <laughs> because they're now a first-party studio. So what's necessary for a, for a third-party studio isn't always what's applied to a first-party studio. There's there's favor involved. Well, I, I mean, and that's fine. Like, uh-huh. I mean, that's there's there's no issue with that. Yeah. It's. That's I, how it is. You you want those games by the company. I understand it. And I and um, I can I can dig uh, I can dig a company having uh, having rigid standards uh, against something as critical as like a crash because what's the first thing you see after a game crashes? Not the rest of the game. You see the console that you're playing it on. So whenever yeah. and there's some sort of like a like a like a psychological echo that's involved with that is whenever you play, whenever you are playing a game on a particular console and it crashes like that. It's like a punch to the gut, and well, you begin associating that phenomenon with that brand, and that's and that's exactly it. And yeah. that's why Microsoft was worried about it. Mm-hmm. And at the time, if you remember, one of the reasons that Microsoft was so worried about it is because they had the epidemic of 360s dying, mm-hmm. the red yeah. ring of death. So, that's so right. they were just like, "No, you can't have your fucking game crash. Sorry, mm-hmm. it has to work." Like, we already <laughs> have. You know, a thirty percent failure rate on our original run <laughs> Xbox 360s. We can't have any more bad press. And here's here's Todd Howard selling copies of <laughs> selling copies of uh, of New New Vegas like their lottery tickets. Like, hey, you might have a game on this one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Try your fucking luck. laughs> so yeah, I, I would I would love to say that yes, uh, Bethesda is going to be held to a higher standard, and I hope they are. I hope I hope that's the case. Like, yeah, as, especially. Because you know, the the more I use the systems, uh, I, I am I am constantly, constantly impressed with the Series X. Mm-hmm. Like that is one of the most solid, well-performing consoles I've ever seen. Yeah, that's your new Huckleberry right now, isn't it? You just I, had a video I on it. I fucking love the thing. Mm-hmm. I love it. It is so good. Uh, it's going to be awesome when it has games. <laughs> like, it's, that's the big problem right now. It's like there's nothing out for it. It's fucking awful. That's the worst part. But the, the console fucking mm-hmm. hums along. It is fast. It looks fantastic. Like there are no load times. Uh-huh. Like so b- best example I can give. So Assassin's Creed Valhalla, if I were to fast travel from England to Norway, mm-hmm. I'm looking at a minute and a half, two minutes of a load time on my Xbox One. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that's go to the bathroom and get a drink time. Right. Like it's 
it's what you expect on 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 the last generation of consoles. Mm-hmm. On the Series X, when I do that, it's maybe three and a half seconds. Jesus, like, it's enough for the screen to fade out and fade in, basically. That's a huge difference. Oh yeah, no, it's it's nuts. It's mm-hmm. and, it, and it's a goddamn good console. Like it's just it plays so well and it looks good. Mm-hmm. All right, and yeah. then there was a Square Enix, Warner Brothers, and Twenty Four Entertainment. Uh, Square Enix. I'm going to look up 24 Entertainment. Uh, Square Enix, we're probably going to get some stuff for Final Fantasy VII Remake. 20, 24 Entertainment works pretty closely with NetEase. Warner Brothers... Uh, Warner Brothers will probably do some Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah, you're going to get some stuff from NetherRealm. You're going to get some stuff about the new Suicide Squad game that's built on the Rocksteady engine. Ooh, uh, you're going to get something about the, uh, uh, the new Arkham game. Uh, that has uh, Robin, Nightwing, Batgirl, and Red Hood in it. Oh, that's right. The Gotham Gotham, see, Gotham City Impostors. That's not right, though. Um, no. Oh, I missed that game. That game was good. <laughs> I never got to um, play it. It was, it was fun. It was really fun. Huh. Uh, I, and, you know, if, if you know, wild speculation, you're going to get some new Lego shit at the Warner Brothers press conference because they own uh, Traveler's Tale. They could just take a dart and just throw it at any IP. He's like, hey, we haven't made a game of that yet. Mm. I See, I want to see them do something kind of off the wall. Like, I would love to see them do, like, fucking Lego... Dimensions? Uh, well, no. Don't, don't, <laughs> you're breaking my heart. Um, Dude. Like, if I... Honestly, if I'm, if I'm looking at IP, I'm like... I, would, I would love to see Lego do a fucking Lego Overwatch game. Give cool. me a Lego first-person shooter. That'd be cool. Like, and there's so many just random fucking IPs that Warner Brothers owns. Like, maybe we'll get a new Godzilla game. Maybe we'll get a new King Kong game. Who fucking knows, man? Like, they're just there's they just have their hands in so much shit. They're 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 just young. They're just smaller Disney. You know, that's all it is. <laughs> oh, and especially with the new uh, the sale going down. Yeah. Oh, with the DC with Comics the, sale. The the one for them being uh, branded with Discovery, Warner Brothers Discovery, or whatever it is. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, there's there's I mean there's something there. There's there'll be something. Who knows though. Like, um, I haven't got a clue what, what stuff they've got in the pipeline right now. Did you uh, look up 24 Entertainment, by the way? Yeah, they have nothing I've ever heard of. So You're right. There you go. Okay. A <laughs> um, <laughs> bunch of mobile games, probably. Monday's got Capcom and Take-Two. I think the only thing that I've registered from Capcom uh, was uh, The Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, because I yep. was waiting for that to come out on 3DS, and it never fucking did. But, hey, now we can play them on the Switch, so... If we get uh, if we get a Switch Pro announced before the Capcom press, I think you're going to see the Resident Evil remakes announced for it, and probably Resident Evil Eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you may get something kind of off the wall. One of the uh, Ooh. the the Street Fighter Ultra HD remix game that came out a couple of years ago. Oh, slick! Um, got oh. pulled off of the eShop recently mm-hmm. and got pulled from shelves. So I think you're going to see something there. Just 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 make. El Fuerte part of it. God damn it. There's no re- <laughs> there's no reason he got ejected. By the way, making Resident Evil 8 uh, portable is a pretty dangerous fucking idea. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't understand the, the obsession with that game. It's I- because there are some weirdos on social media that love them some tall bitches. That's what the obsession is. <laughs> I, I guess. It's interesting because on the next day, we have and, and we could talk about Devolver, but I don't know enough about Devolver to really talk about it. I just know I enjoy watching their, their press conference because it's always hilarious. Yeah, big time event guard Although the last time was gonna like okay, the, the jokes kind of run dry. You gotta you gotta redo it again or remake yourselves again. Yeah, <laughs> uh, same same thing with Limited Run. Like Limited Run's press conference last year was great, but it was like the same thing as the year before. Well, Limited Run's press conference last year was all IPs though. Yeah, that's true. Guess who got Scott Pilgrim? 
The yeah, old boy that's got right. Scott Pilgrim, didn't he? That's right. He got Scott Pilgrim, and now Scott Pilgrim is out. So they got to come I'm up with something. waiting on my physical copy. Yeah, me well, too. Well, so am I, and uh, like five others. <laughs> but um, that was kind of like their their big reveal last year. That's how that's how they drew a lot of water. The developers, I guess they're gonna. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna bounce Hotline Miami three because they uh, they released a, a tantalizing thumbnail in one of their tweets uh, in the last week. And mm-hmm. people were kind of like, that's like one of their bigger or more more well-known entities. I mean, the other one's Serious Sam, but they, they just bounced four last year. And uh, Tormental's been on early access since like 2018. So it's that's not going to be any real news when that hits the marketplace uh, in 1.0. I don't think they're going to have a whole lot to announce and hype up. I'm going to guess that a whole lot of their presentation is going to be just that A presentation and continue that absurd narrative they have with um, their company being overtaken by robot uh, usurpers and a bunch of other whatever shit. There's going to be yeah. a lot of gore. Uh, can promise you that. But mm-hmm. as far as like uh, uh, marquee releases are concerned, probably not. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It's it's uh, it, Devolver's always fun. Uh, they always have good stuff. Oh, I mean, there'll hell be something. Yeah. There'll be something in there about Fall Guys. Like, it's it's kind of ubiquitous. Like hopefully we'll get an update on when it's actually going to be on the Switch and the Xbox. Um, I think that is also one of the things that's hanging up the release of Fall Guys is that they don't have the Switch Pro yet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it's it's too many things where it's like, all right, there's one Just point. Just announce right. it, you Yeah, turds. it's like, it's like guys, come on. Like, <laughs> you've got you've got a tarp over the words Switch Pro comes in September, <laughs> and it's the size of a building, but the tarp is this big, so it just mm-hmm. says Switch Pro <laughs> comes in September... Like it's like you just covered up the R. We know it's yeah. coming. Just fucking show it off already. It's a very noticeable tarp. I mean, fucking Phil Spencer's next to it, and somebody's giving him a hand job. How are we not supposed to notice that it's there? Is that it's like not even a tied motor? down well? Yeah. The wind blows it up every once in a while. <laughs> Pay no attention to the hand job behind the curtain. <laughs> it's a me. You took it a big mushroom today, Phil. <laughs> it's a growing. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. And somewhere beneath the tarp. Oh, no. no. <laughs> we don't even want to know. And it turns out he's trying to break the whole thing up because Wario's very, very concerned about the company's public image. He's very responsible. Guys, have like a little that. bit of class. We have shareholders <laughs> present. <laughs> It's, I'm so sorry about this. That's true. He would be more concerned about the bottom line, wouldn't he? Yeah, he's a greedy guy. Uh-huh. Now, Waluigi, he's filming. Uh, right. But, but he's in prison. <laughs> he's in prison right now, so nobody's worried about him. Uh, that's true. That's yes. True. Uh, all right. So, Tuesday, we, we, we come to Nintendo. Uh-huh. Um, we got the Direct and then three hours of Treehouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nintendo has said it's going to be a 40-minute 40 vi- minute long Nintendo Direct video. Yep. Uh, and... Who fucking knows what we're going to get announced? We're going to see stuff about Breath of the Wild 2, I'm sure. And probably 50 different indie titles we've never heard of and may never play. Right. Well, uh, well here's, maybe here's, not you. Here's the disappointing. <laughs> here's the disappointing thing about the uh, indie sizzle reels that they do. That's basically an extended trailer for Steam. I mean, yeah. none of this. Yeah, none of those ever really become like first party releases on uh, on the Switch. Uh, there were like two in the last reel, if I remember. One was the um, never never back down. No, that's a movie. Um, I don't know. It was a really underwhelming uh, runner game, and uh, what was the other one? Blue Fire, I think. But no, that's coming. To, that's coming to Steam also. So never mind. Uh, we'll probably get some stuff about Breath of the Wild too. We might get something about Metroid Prime Four. We might get something about Bayonetta Three. 
There's rumors of a new Donkey Kong game being announced. And there's also, you know, the inevitable Legend of Zelda 30th anniversary this year. Right. So maybe we'll get something there. Who knows? Uh, for, for Donkey Kong, is it going to be uh, something new, you think? Or maybe in the country style? Well, they just did Tropical Freeze. Um, and they just re-released Tropical Freeze on the Switch. So I'd be surprised if we get another 2D side-scroller. Uh, I would uh, personally, I'd love to see something 3D. I'd like to see a uh, uh, Donkey Kong 64 sequel. I mean, it's a good game. You know, we we also haven't seen anything from Kirby in years. We haven't seen anything from uh, sure. we haven't seen anything from F Zero in fucking decades. That one's a little harder. Yeah, a little trickier. Yeah, there's, there's 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 actual causality behind that though, isn't there? Is there? What I what I had read is that the. Uh, 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 it's generally believed or thought that uh, uh, reintroducing an F-Zero property would cannibalize the Mario Kart property, which sounds to me, sounds ridiculous to me, but it is Nintendo and Nintendo be doing Nintendo shit. Yeah, but at the same time, Mario 8 is still, it's still selling. Well, it's it's got like a 50% attach rate right now. You could put out an F-Zero game and be mm-hmm. just fucking fine. Like it's yeah well yeah people come back at that where they point out uh, they point out different examples of racing games that follow F Zero's formula more closely like some like umpteenth uh, independent releases that have been released on PC that were inspired directly by F Zero they make some interesting decisions about their own IPs they do they do they make some goofy ass decisions like there was when when we did Fight Night Round Two we were allowed to ship with Super Metroid on disc mm-hmm. or Super Super Punch Out on disc not Super Metroid yeah. Um, <laughs> That would have been really weird. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we had Super Punch-Out on disc, and, you know, we had every waiver imaginable. Nintendo loved the idea. And then we went to Lot Check, and they tried to bounce us for having it on the disc. Oh, wow, really? And we're like, but here's the letter. Like, it's right there. You say it's cool. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, we need to rethink that. Like, (laughs) the fuck? Now you tell us. It's been nine months, you assholes. (laughs) Yeah. It's not like, surprise, we hid this from you, hoping you wouldn't notice. So they tried to bounce us because when you get into game in, in Super Punch-Out, you can look at your controller configuration, and the image, we dis- the image that was displayed was the Super Nintendo controller, not the GameCube controller. Oh. So they, so they said, no, that needs to be fixed. You need to display the GameCube controller. And my response back was, are you going to give us the source code so we can alter the image? Oh, and the <laughs> response was... They let it go. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So instead of giving you the updated, up-to-date information, they said, nah, just go with that. Well, I mean, it was was updating source code for, you know, 15-year-old game at that point. Right. They didn't have that. Oh, okay. That's Nintendo. They are their own. Nintendo do what Nintendo do. Yeah. Yeah. They're their own goddamn sitcom. So Namco, uh, Bandai Namco is chasing down Treehouse. Yep. Uh, We'll get something about the new Tales game. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll probably Pac-Man. get something Pac-Man. Ideally, Pac-Man Championship Edition 3. Put it in my veins. I need it. Like, <laughs> compile all the Pac-Man that have been released up to the first Championship Edition onto the same goddamn archive. I don't know why they never do that. You'd think the people yeah. would be jonesing, right? you think that would be the simple decision. Yeah. Like, what should we do? We should put all the Pac-Mans out under one release. You're fired! How much of a fuck? fucking headline would it be if... They not only released a Pac-Man archive, but at least a reasonably rebuilt version of Baby Pac-Man, including, you know, the um, the pinball uh, portion of it. Mm-hmm. That'd be fucking crazy. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah. 
I kept looking forward to that to coming to that coming out on the DS, which you think would be a, like a goddamn natural fit, but it never manifested. All right, let's take a look at what, what Bandai Namco games do we have coming out. Uh, Elden Ring, uh, Elden Ring won't happen. That's, that's not happening. No. Uh, <laughs> Dark Souls, God. That uh, George R. R. Martin's gonna finish fucking Wild Cards before Elden Ring happens, and <laughs> no, he won't. <laughs> no, he won't. <laughs> I just realized Namco Namco's the guys that do all the uh, like they're they partner with Nintendo on a lot of stuff, don't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're kind of like I the back so. the background developer on a lot of shit. If if we're coming up with like sundry salacious uh, metaphors for uh, the relationship between Microsoft and Nintendo, imagine what happens behind closed doors between Namco and Nintendo. I don't wanna. Mm-hmm. I, I tell you what I want. Huh. I tell you what I want from from Namco. What? Uh, because I'm trying to collect the entire series. I want I want uh, remasters of the Tales series. I'd add on Nintendo. Yeah, that would. It's not, not going to happen. That'd be but. a windfall. <laughs> you know what I'd like to see from Namco though. And What's that? There's much less of a chance of this happening than a Tales collection. <sighs> Poor Divine Ninja. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah, I know. Hey, it just occurred to me: is One Up doing anything? Arcade One Up. Yeah. Uh, well, there's the Simpsons game that has been. Uh, <laughs> we promise it's not real, but totally confirmed. Okay. Yeah, uh, which is going to have the Simpsons <laughs> Arcade and Simpsons Bowling on it. Because I see your Space Invaders back there, and one day I'm going to have Simpsons Arcade behind me. Yeah. Uh, one day. There's one that day. one. There's they, Yeah, they've got a bunch of stuff rumored right now. I can't remember mm. what it is off the top of my head. Beyond. Oh, Simpsons. That's a yes. Well, there's there's the like, X-Men cap, too. Yeah, that's right. There is the X-Men cabinet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why is Colossus? Oh, and uh, <laughs> the only reason I played Colossus. <laughs> Just to spam his special attack. Yeah, <laughs> I, always, I always played Dazzler. I like Dazzler, she was well, fun. Well, because Dazzler's fun. Now, my top three were... Uh, I was a teenager, so I played Wolverine a lot, of course. Yep. Um, if somebody had Wolverine, I would default to Nightcrawler. Um, yep. If somebody had Nightcrawler, I would default to Dazzler. And if there were too many fucking people at the cab, I would default to Colossus and spam his special attack. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what I did, too. It worked. Except it was... Dazzler, Nightcrawler, Wolverine, Colossus for me. Yeah. <laughs> Never Cyclops. What, what was the benefit to Nightcrawler? Because I mean, I know he teleported, but what what was the benefit? Oh, he was the well, agile Night, guy. Nightcrawler was cool. Yeah. Um, whenever I, <laughs> whenever uh, the the, uh, the protocol for beat-em-ups for me was to play the agile character, so it was like uh, Captain America Avengers. Um, I would grab Hawkeye. it towards Hawkeye first. Right. Um, same deal with... Yeah. Um, X-Men. Streets of Rage, Streets of Rage Two. It was the uh, it was the kid on the skates. On the kid on the skates. Now I usually played I usually played the girl. I forget I forget uh, S O R uh, nomenclature. But um, with uh, Final Fight, I kind of break uh, decorum with Final Fight. I always played as Hagar because I was a little asshole and I spammed his uh, <laughs> <laughs> I spammed his uh, twirly clothesline move. He was fun. Hagar was cool. And the other one is Tron. And having just recently played Tron and uh, previously writing it off because I was talking to you about it, I might actually get that one. That's not a bad game. Really? Yeah. I played it over replay a, a couple of nights ago, actually. Um, the tank one, the, the tank game is a little ick. Uh, but the bike thing is fucking fantastic. That's some tense-ass gaming, and it's, and it's no wonder that people still remember that, like, decades later. It's probably gonna have Dis- Discotron on there, too, which is really fun. I remember liking that game. At the time, I was, like, in that developmental phase where I didn't realize that, you know, video games could be more than mazes, you know, and mm-hmm. chopping shit in a maze, so I didn't really know what to make of it. I need to play that again, though. Yeah, because back in the day, I remember, like, having a hell of a hard time with it. And then, uh, yeah, well, it wasn't the easiest game. No, yeah. it's it's still pretty fucking difficult. Uh, but then again, it's only <laughs> it's literally only four stages long. It should be, and that was that was another thing I didn't remember about it. There's only like four zones to do, and then you're pretty pretty much like you know, Rito completo. Um, 
but you got to make that quarter last, right? Mm -hmm. Bringing up the rear on the Thursday after E3 is EA Play. We'll let you take the reins on this one because I know. There will be sports games. Uh huh. There will be mentions of new things from BioWare because there always are. Mm -hmm. There will be uh, something about, I guarantee, extolling the virtues of the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Right. Uh, which, rightfully so, because it's a great collection. Uh, there will be something in there about uh, whatever it is that their free-to-play Battle Royale game mm -hmm. that I can't remember the name of. That's how impressive it is. <laughs> and I think they close with uh, something Star Wars. They close with something either Jedi Fallen Order 2 or something yes. with uh, a Squadron sequel or something like that. Yeah. I'd be all over that at Fallen Order too. Yeah, uh, Fallen Order is fucking fantastic. I, I'm, I'm playing through it for the third time now. Like it's just it's that goddamn good. <laughs> I tell you what, ever since I got my 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 saber from Galaxy's Edge, I've just been Star Wars gung ho for the last couple of weeks. And yeah, I'm probably gonna pick uh, play uh, Fallen Order once again because that was a hell of a great game. It like, really is so much better than I thought it would be. Which one? Well, this is AAA, so I'm I'm kind of. Like peripherally aware of it. Um, which one was Fallen Order? So Fallen Order was the uh, the single player game uh, that EA swore there would be no microtransactions on. Oh, the one that came out in like 2018. Uh, 2018 or 2019? Yeah, somewhere in there. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, and after Battlefront 2, right? You, you play you play as a uh, a former Padawan who escaped the purge, mm -hmm. uh, and that's all I'm going to say about it because you're going to be at my house soon and you can play it if you want to. You but should buy it. The remarkable thing about the game is that EA told the truth. Mm -hmm. There are no <laughs> microtransactions. Like, everything just is on disc and it works. Okay. Well, disregarding the uh, the exaggerated, the over the overreactions from people were, were there is there some like where did the accusations come from well uh, Battlefront 2 is where they come from okay. because Battle, yeah. Battlefront 2 was uh, just rife with microtransactions yeah, like it, it was, was just, terrible like, it was I'm, nothing but microtransactions maybe I'm getting like, my games you had mixed. to play 80 hours to acquire players or uh, other characters okay. that you can otherwise just purchase did they did they make the same claim for that game as well because I, I could be getting my games confused here no, with Jedi, with Jedi Fallen Order, they said there will be no no microtransactions. This is a single player standalone experience. Mm -hmm. There is no games as a service tied to this. Okay, but I mean, EA has had games as a service as their model since two thousand nine. Mm -hmm. So when they said that ten years yeah. later, people are like, "Yeah, you're full of shit." <laughs> <laughs> oh, who said that? EA. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. When when they stuck to it, people were like, "Oh, holy shit!" Okay. But what a pleasant surprise. Because I remember people bitching about it then. Now, granted, at the time, and by the way, I, I realized after the fact that this sounded kind of snotty, where I'm like, oh, that's AAA. I wouldn't know anything about that. But um, no, not really. I mean, <laughs> it's like you, you focus on a lot of indie games. I don't think that's... It's, it's mostly retro and indie, but I'm not going to like poo-poo something just because it's too glitzy, you know? I mean, Dying Light's an, attest or, uh, uh, an attestment to that. Um, but a lot of like... Um, you need some more uh, Chipotle for that. Uh, maybe so. No, wait, no, that's a hand food. I don't like getting grease all over my controllers and shit. It's heresy in this house. We will not stand for it. But like uh, stuff that's like heavily IP'd, I don't know why it is, but I like always drag my heels on stuff if it's got like too much exposure, and especially if it's attached to a, to a very visible IP like Marvel or Star Wars or some stuff like that. It's always what happens. What happens to my like uh, immediate cognitive or uh, my immediate uh, cognizance is that like I'll just see it there and be like, oh, that'll be around forever. I'll just get to it, and you know that never happens. I have yet to beat Super Star Wars. <laughs> 
And I think that's been oh. around since like 1993. I don't know. That's to be fair. Real, yeah. You're not missing much. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, we are nearing the magic number of episode 100. So if you'd like to record a nice thing to say, or even better, a nasty thing to say about us, and also plug your own stuff and then say your piece, send it to cretansguild at gmail.com. Uh, the link tree to all of our socials and other media can be found in the description or do a search online for Cretans Guild. It's two words. If you think we've given you a dollar's worth of content, why not join our Patreon page? Supporters are sent stickers, and now they are sent sent that as well. Uh, sent coasters, <laughs> amongst other swag, also able to have access to early <laughs> uploads and some extra stuff that we drop in from time to time. You can find me on YouTube. I am Square Pegs. I am not the one with Sarah Jessica Parker. And you can find Bob on YouTube <laughs> at Skipper Bob's Breakdowns. Uh, he is the one with Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, we have merch on tpublic.com. <laughs> Uh, we have merch that feature on tpublic.com that features the art of Tom Solo. Our lawyers assure us that all products are legally confirmed as fly. We are part of the Podfix Network, so to all of our followers, new and old, we say to you, welcome to the guild. Follow us on Tout. <laughs> the kids say fly, right? No. <laughs> no. I mean, unless they're, unless they're going on an airplane. This was a podcast of the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. Do you like 80s television? Of course you do. Do you like helicopters? Of course you do. Do you like men serenading eagles by the waterfront while playing cello? Yes. Yes, you do. If you'd like to hear more about helicopters and cellos, please be sure and tune in to Champa and Klein the Airwolf Years every week on your favorite podcast service. Join hosts Greg and Dave as they discuss every single episode of the classic 1980s television series Airwolf. Be sure and subscribe today. There's much less of a chance of this happening than a Tales collection. Poor Divine Ninja.